0: Plans to further unify the U.S. economy, such as the American system, generated debates over whether such policies would benefit agriculture or industry, potentially favoring different sections of the country. Secretary of State Clay championed what was known as the American system. This included high tariffs, a national bank, federally sponsored internal improvements of canals and roads. Once in office after the election of 1924, President Adams embraced Clay's American system. The president's opponents smelled elitism in these proposals. They pounced on what they viewed as the administrations catering to a small privileged class at the expense of ordinary citizens. Adams also endorsed the creation of roads and canals to facilitate commerce and agriculture, and the advance of settlement in the West. Many in Congress vigorously opposed federal funding of internal improvements. Among other reasons, they cited that the Constitution did not give the federal government the power to fund these projects. This federal tariff introduced in 1828 placed a high duty on imported goods in order to help American manufacturers. It further stirred Southern sentiment, this time against perceived bias in the federal government toward Northeastern manufacturers. At the same time, the tariff stirred deeper fears that the federal government might take steps that could undermine the system of slavery. It became known as the Tariff of Abominations. In the first part of the 19th century, the heated sectional controversy between the North and the South grew ever more antagonistic as they debated the expansion of slavery in the West. In 1819, Missouri petitioned to join the Union as a slave state. This raised issues over the uneasy balance between slave and free states and the morality of slavery, and ominously shaped sectional identities and rivalries as never before. The Missouri Compromise allowed Missouri to enter the Union as a slave state, brought Maine into the Union as a free state, and prohibited slavery north of 3630 latitude. In the 1840s, a fervent belief in expansion gripped the United States. In 1845, a New York newspaper editor, John O'Sullivan, introduced the concept of manifest destiny. This described the very popular idea of the special role of the United States in overspreading the continent the phrase implied divine encouragement for territorial expansion, in order to spread Protestant, democratic values. American settlers declared the independence of Texas from Mexico in 1836, in order to create a new American slave state. The final annexation of Texas from Mexico to the United States was overseen by President James K. Polk. His victory in the Mexican-American War, 1846-1848, resulted in the Mexican Cession, which added nearly half of Mexico's territory to the United States, including New Mexico and California. These acquisitions reawakened debates regarding slavery. The issue of whether the newly acquired Western territories should be slave states or free-soil states consumed Congress in 1850. Congress passed five laws known collectively as the Compromise of 1850 that people on both sides of the divide hoped had solved the nation's problems. However, The compromise ultimately amounted to a truce in an otherwise white hot sectional conflict between the North and the South.
1: Hey everyone, thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope it was useful for your learning. Make sure you consolidate your knowledge by clicking the link in the bio to be taken to the free online course. Good luck with your studies. Hey everyone, thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope it was useful for your learning. Make sure you consolidate your knowledge by clicking the link in the bio to be taken to the free online course. Good luck with your studies.